I'm Shark Child, and this is The Dark Verse, a collection of my strange works with the sole purpose of sharing with you a unique world of horror and fantasy that will follow you to the visions of your sleep. Happy, Happy New, New Year. <laughs> I posted this episode a little sooner than usual just because I wanted to make sure it got out before you're you guys got too tied down with all of your New Year's festivities, so here it is on a Tuesday evening on the 30th of December. My newest story includes a salesman, his trailer, and a dark mystery. And now I'll let you be the judge of whether it is good or not. It should be a good kickoff to your new year, or a good conclusion to your old year whichever way you want to look at it. This is episode 33 of The Dark Verse, and it is entitled The Road Show. Step right up. Come see what you've been waiting for. Things you could never dream of. The man who spoke these words with such easy excitement was a haggard-looking, traveling salesman. His brown, greasy hair was parted to the right, and his pants sagged with a loosely fitted belt. His name was Mick Driggler, but the people in my town called him Mr. Wonder, not for his talented speaking or illustrious products, but because of the very mysterious entertainment value he had been endowed with. He traveled with and sold unusual merchandise, things never seen or heard of. But the generous length of his temporary stay in my town was rather strangely due to a token of theatrics. Once a day, Mr. Wonder would halt his business ventures, set up a curtain in front of his truck and trailer, and enact a marionette show of grand humor and applaud-worthy satisfaction. For this show, people gathered over and over again, never growing bored of the odd man's amusing endeavors. People loved it so much so that they gave money to the man giving him the incentive he needed to remain. It was three weeks after Mr. Wonder arrived before I became uncontrollably curious about him and his enterprise. After purchasing some milk, bread, and cheese from the convenience store, I walked towards the salesman purposefully, letting his vibrant words tickle into life the probing of my mind. His truck and trailer were stationed at the side of the parking lot. An awning was propped outward from the trailer, covering a table arrayed with several funny-looking objects. Behind the display was a card table chair, and standing next to it was Mr. Wonder, shouting to the convenience store customers that walked by. Hey there, 
I said, interrupting the flurry of vocal enticements. Do you have anything that you think could help with things around the house, specifically cleaning? Hello, chap, he replied. I think I may have something of use to you. Now look right here, he motioned towards a product on the table. It looked similar to an iron, but it was smaller and had a small electronic display on the top. This here is the clean tracker. You just place it on any surface that you want to make sure is clean, and this here device will tell you what you need to know. It has five readings. Clean, cleanly, needs cleaning, dirty, and very dirty. Sounds promising, I said. How much does it cost? Forty bucks. But you know what? For you, I'll make it thirty and throw in a bottle of multi-surface cleaner. I gave him a quizzical look. I'll give you two bottles, he said. Done, I replied, closing the deal. I paid with cash for the items. Thank you, chap, Mr. Wonder said appreciatively. Where do you get your wares from? I asked as he was storing away the money I had just paid with, taking an opportunity to learn something. He did not look up at me or answer the question. He continued fiddling with his cash box. Then, almost suddenly, he turned his head towards me and locked his eyes with my own and abruptly changed the subject. Now make sure you hang around for a little bit. I'm going to be preparing for my show in a couple of minutes. Do you like marionette performances? Yeah, I guess so, I replied, while at the same time remaining puzzled about the unexplained secrecy of his merchandise. Good. Then hang here in the front. It can get kind of crowded, and you want to make sure you can see. And don't worry about tickets or anything. The show's free. Okay, great. Thanks, I said. Within ten minutes, there were over thirty people gathered around Mr. Wander's trailer, waiting patiently for the show of marvels to begin. And when the show did begin, I and those with me watched it with amazement for the entirety of its duration. The show consisted of three puppets. One wore a pink flower dress and had a huge smile on its face. One wore overalls and a hat, its face held a casual grin, and the last had a black suit on and had a frown on its face. Almost flawlessly, Mr. Wonder brought the trio to life carrying a story throughout his performance while igniting the crowd with laughter at every turn. By the end of the show, everyone was mesmerized. Those that were especially thrilled placed money inside jars that the puppets held, an arrangement that Mr. Wonder created immediately following the conclusion of his performance. While the crowd lingered, Mr. Wonder opened back up his makeshift shop, he then made a few quick sales with ease off of the remaining fans. I was completely perplexed at the unusualness of this man's strange and stunning ingenuity. The man himself, his appearance and personality, could be considered unappealing, but even still, beyond those facets, he contained a secret, alluring quality. There were mysteries about him that were unsettled, Mysteries that I knew would be revealed if I but looked long enough. For the rest of that day, I kept close proximity with Mr. Wonder, 
From a distance, I watched as he closed down his shop after sunset, locking his goods away in his truck, drove to a vacant lot at the end of town, and vanished into his trailer, turning on a light from within that illuminated the small windows on either side. At that moment, I knew something dark and dreadful lurked within. It was an inkling that suddenly sprung forth like venom through veins. Insanity, abnormality, obsession, something clung to Mr. Wonder's soul fiercer than talons to prey. Though I wished not to know what it was, I had an obligation, as someone with a clear mind, to uncover the truth that no one else expected. I crept up to the trailer, cautiously. I placed my back against the coldness of its side and slid down into a crouch. There I waited, preparing myself for what was to crackle within my sights. Slowly, even more slowly than I had approached the trailer, I extended myself towards the glowing light of the window above and beside me, peering into the unforeseen. There. Inside the trailer, Mr. Wonder was eating dinner on a fold-out table. A napkin was tucked neatly into his shirt, and a fork and knife were delicately held in his hands. A thickly cut piece of meat lay on his plate. There were two chairs beside Mr. Wonder, and they were not vacant. Standing on these chairs were two wrinkled elves, their skin worn and covered in filth. They were small and hideous creatures, and both were gulping down their own pieces of meat with animalistic gratitude. Around each of their necks were chains of gold that extended to some unseen immurement that they were fastened to. While Mr. Wonder ate, he eyed his prizes like a devil of pride, grinning ever so slightly now and again. Every bite of his food was methodical, cut and chewed at the most focused pace. When the elves had finished their own eating, which was much sooner than when Mr. Wonder did, they pattered off towards the base of their chains and vanished from my sight. The salesman remained at the table and continued to empty his own plate at the same fastidious rate that he had begun with. After a long and gluttonous meal, Mr. Wonder spoke to his unkempt slaves. Hi there, pixies, for tomorrow I need a new puppet, some lamps, particularly with a very posh look, a few doorknob eyes, and another one of those clean tracking machines. And don't dawdle about it, I need them by the morning. There was scurrying in the direction of where the elves had disappeared. Then one of the elves reappeared, next to Mr. Wonder, and picked up one of three trash bags full of what appeared to be an odd assortment of random supplies and materials. Before returning to its companion, the elf looked in my direction. I instantly slipped down below the window and held my breath. By the time I released my breath, no one came out of the trailer looking for me. Surely the thing had seen me, I thought. As I waited beside the trailer, collecting myself, and while the images of the elves entangled my mind, 
a very strange and manipulative desire overcame me. I at once began longing to own the elves for myself. Riches and wealth sang to me and created dreams I never knew I had. If only the elves were mine, I said over and over, louder and harder. Confidence and rage and anxiety all at once rioted inside me. I stood up and walked immediately to the door of the trailer. With a brazen fist, I knocked upon it and continued to do so until it opened. You! Mr. Wonder questioned as he stood in the opening of the doorway and looked upon me. Mr. Diggler, I want them, I said, and then jumped upon the man, trying my best to get my hands around his throat and strangle him. We struggled for several seconds. In the end, it was I who was bested. Mr. Wonder had grabbed one of the knives from the table and jabbed it deeply into my side. The wound was enough to easily allow the man to overtake me. I lay on the ground as a helpless heap. Mr. Wonder stood over me. It's a fascinating thing, their magic, isn't it? He began. Makes the most humble man a sinner. It's worth it, though, you know. They can make almost anything. But you, you shouldn't have been eavesdropping. That wasn't so nice. Pixies! Forget my other requests. I want you, instead, to make out of this man a new prop for my show. Make him a, uh, make him a poor little dog. But be sure to keep him alive. He doesn't need to move or anything. There just isn't any need to be murdering anyone. Dexterous hands began working upon me. My arms fell away. My legs fell away. The blood was effortlessly anticipated and contained. Hammers beat upon me. Screws sank deep within me. The pain could not be more horrible, and yet the life crawling through my soul remained as vibrant and vivacious as ever. My eyes were cut. My mouth was sewn. It seemed as if the only remnant of my being was my mind and how wickedly it worked. Although the physical agony was brutal and the mental distress was sickening, most maddening of all was the truth and torment in knowing I could never possess the elves. Their magic cursed me and followed me into the regions of my new existence. Even as they tore me apart, I wanted them. I wanted their talents. I wanted their power. The last thing I heard as my mind swirled into its own abyss was sweet humming from Mr. Wonder's lips. He hummed and hummed until I could hear no more. He was a very entertaining man. That concludes episode 33 of The Dark Verse. If you haven't listened to all of my stories yet, please do by going to thedarkverse.com or you can just download them on iTunes. If you really want to let me know how great my stories are or if you have some things you would just like to point out to me, go ahead and email me at sharkchild@thedarkverse.com. I'd love to hear from you. If you'd like to add me as a friend on MySpace, ooh, you can go to myspace.com/thedarkverse or myspace.com slash 
Shark Child. All right, it's time to set you all free into the new year. And I can assure you, the dark verse will be there for you. All stories on the dark verse are the sole property of Shark Child and cannot be used for distribution, publication, or monetary gain without my written consent. Sleep deeply and remember. Oh,